Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and guys, we have a really good show for you today. I really mean it. We are joined by Matthew McDonald, and together we recap everything that happened on last night's episode of The Bachelor. It was Fantasy Suites episode, so obviously there was a lot to uncover. See what I did there? Really though, there was a lot to talk about. Between Becca's ex-boyfriend coming back and all the I love yous that were thrown around by Ari and all the girls, we have a lot to discuss. So luckily, Matthew is here, and we are going to talk about it all, so stay tuned. It should be a good one. All right, everybody, I'm so excited. Today we are joined by Matthew McDonald, and we are going to recap the Fantasy Suite episode of The Bachelor that aired last night. And Matthew, hi. Hi. I think that, like, you're our first, I mean, I know that you're our first male, I just want to chat guest, other than, like, people that have come on to talk about, like, random things. Yeah. And, I mean, and even then it was, like, only my husband, and... <laughs> I mean, we've had Noah Robbins on once, but other than that, like, you're our first, like, dude recapper. How does it feel? What an honor. Yeah, honestly, I feel very honored, and I'm just, in, I'm happy to represent the male population on your podcast. Yeah, so just know that, like, your opinions represent, like, the whole, like, male species. So yeah. be careful of what you say. I know, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's, it's a ton, you know, but it's all right. We're going to get through it together. Perfect. See, and last night was, like, a good episode. I feel like Hometowns was so boring, where, like, in contrast, this, like, just seemed really exciting to me. Yeah, I agree. I enjoyed this episode a lot more than last week. And also, I think that the Women Tell All leading into this Monday episode kind of got me excited to just finish off the season. Um, And I'm also, like, as much fun as I'm having, I'm, like, very ready for the season to be over. I agree. That's because, like, I don't, like, love any of the girls, really. They're all kind of boring. Yeah. And, like, this, I think. this episode, I definitely, like, got a feeling that Ari was into everybody. But, yeah. like, I don't care. And, like, I don't want to see any of the bottom three be the Bachelorette. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I almost don't even want to see any of the girls from the season. Yeah, I would be thrilled if they, like, didn't throw back. I think they should just, like, pick some random girl. Yeah, I wonder if, like, they could ever get, like, a celebrity to do it. Yeah, I think that would be a fun spinoff or just, like, a fun celebrity season. That, oh, my gosh, that's a really good idea. Should Have I, they done that before? I don't think so. Should I send this to Bachelor Casting? Yeah, you I'll should. I'll send them a link to this podcast on Twitter, and I'll say, hey, yeah. I have some some solid suggestions on here. No, that's a really good idea. <laughs> what celebrity would you choose to be the Bachelorette? Ooh. Okay, so you know how January Jones was allegedly dating Nick Vial? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but then she went out and said, like, they're just friends. Like, they weren't dating. But she of also course. has a crush on Ben Higgins. So I feel like she... Of course she does. <laughs> I mean, she has a pulse. So of course she has a crush on Ben Higgins. <laughs> but, like, I feel like she would be a good one. I know that Kaylee Cuoco from that show Big Bane Theory. I do not watch that show. But I know that she's a big Bachelor fan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Who would you pick? Anna Ferris. now that she's single. But she's a little... I mean, she's not old, but she's a little old for The Bachelor. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. I feel like celebrities aren't like normal people and don't want to be in committed relationships. Yeah. Like, at in their mid-20s. So I have no idea. I feel like it would have to be an older cast. And heaven help us if they ever brought us, like, a YouTube star or, like, a Vine star or something. Oh, my gosh. That would be kind of funny. Or, like, just an Instagrammer. Yeah. Give me, like, a, a big-time Instagrammer. Let me think of... Okay. This is... 
this is like a niche market here. Like only a mm. fraction of the listeners will know what I'm talking about. But did you follow the Paul Swenson case? I did. I kind of. Okay, but like you know what happened and everything. Yeah, I do. All right, so for those listening, over the summer in Utah, there was a there was a man that like went missing. He was a husband and a father who went missing. Then he like was found dead in a river, like a couple mm-hmm. weeks later. But it was this big like social media phenomenon, and there was like kind of a lot of controversy with it. But anyway, I think that Ashley Swenson, like I just have a gut feeling that she's going to be on The Bachelor next season. You think? I just, I have like a deep, deep gut feeling that it's going to happen. She has to wait at least like two years, I think. I don't know. Well, like she has a kid. So, I mean, she would be able to be like, I'm looking for someone to like help me raise the girl. I don't know. Like this is such like a, a random thing that like no one will really understand. Just like a fraction of the listeners. But anyway. I think Ashley Swenson is going to be on The Bachelor. That's just my gut feeling. Um, I could see that happening in the future. Yes. All right. So let's get started with this episode. Um, So they're in Peru, which is the perfect place to fall in love, says Ari. Um, (laughs) And I mean, it looks good. Yeah, Peru is beautiful. Don't know much about Peru. It was, yeah. I mean, they didn't really go into the cities they were just kind of in random rural areas yeah and camped camped out in the dunes <laughs> yeah they were they were just a doom bugging yeah exactly so his first date is with kendall and honestly like i'm already tuning it out because like i know there's no way in heck that she's ever going to get picked like spoilers and stuff aside like you just know that like she's not at the same level as the it's, other two girls yeah it was so bizarre to me that she made it so far like oh. Their relationship, I feel like, wasn't developed, which was very evident as she to why. She never had a one-on-one. Really? Yeah, like, so she had a two-on-one with Crystal. Oh, she did. Yeah. And then she had that a hometown. Honestly, like, yeah, their relationship was weird. The way that they acted with each other was uncomfortable. It didn't feel romantic or genuine. It felt very forced, I thought. Yeah, like... Watching it. It just... It was like she slipped through the cracks. And maybe it's because they played her off as the quirky person. Sorry, quirky, as Ari says it. <laughs> they played her off as the quirky person um, for so long where I just kind of like wrote her off. Like I thought she was another Alexis or something. Yeah. And I don't know. So every week she made it through. I was like, what? And then her date happened. And I just really like, I mean, I paid attention. And their date was cute. But then Ari said... Something that is possibly one of, like, the worst things I've heard on the show. I'm going to file it right under um, the famous phrase, I would drink my own pee for Ari, which we heard from one of the girls this season. Right. But he said, dune bugging is a lot like a relationship. There's ups and downs. (laughs) Do you think that he, like, came up with this himself? Or do you think, like, a producer fed it to him and he was, like, kind of forced to say it? I think he legitimately thought about that for probably a half hour. He's and like, was, hmm, there's like, got to be some analogy to make, make it. Yeah. What what metaphor can I speak to the public that's very deep and meaningful about love and relevant to my relationship right and now? And relevant to the activity that I'm doing right now. Yeah, really, honestly, Ari, I don't, like, I feel like he's not a very, he, 
I think I like Ari. I think he's a nice guy. I just don't think he's very smart. <laughs> yeah, like he is many things, but a wordsmith, he is not. <laughs> that is true. No. So they like do this cool like sand surfing thing, which I didn't know was a thing. Yeah. Um, but look kind of fun. I'd probably be like too afraid to try it though in real life. But... I think it'd be fun. It's like a funner version of snowboarding because when you fall, you don't get wet. Hmm. That's what I Logistically, I guess it would be easier, huh? But then you would get all dirty. Yeah, but like if you're not, I don't know, if you're just in the dune sand, it doesn't get stuck to you like the ocean sand does. So I feel like it wouldn't be. Hmm. You're giving Honestly, me a lot to I think about like here. Today, but I'm just trying to be positive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kendall fell down while doing the sand surfing snowboarding thing. And then Ari just like quickly pounced on her and then they made out. Which yeah. was perplexing, but I'm just going to assume that Kendall was okay and was not injured. <laughs> and Kendall keeps saying that Ari and I have a really strong connection. And that's just like, this was another clue to me that she was definitely going home. Because that's such like a week four thing to say, or like a first date kind of thing to say. Like, yeah, we have a really strong connection. We have good chemistry. Where Lauren is like, I would be devastated. I love him more than I can say. Like, right. So there are clearly people operating at different levels. Right. Like they were operating at a normal level. Like if you weren't on The Bachelor, they would be like a normal couple that met on Tinder and like slowly learning that they like each other. You know, Mm -hmm. I think I think Kendall's a, a good girl, but she was I don't know her and Ari together. A weird no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. Absolutely not. But so then we get to the nighttime portion, and, like, there's nothing really notable to say except for they say that they're falling for each other. Whatever. She accepts a fancy sweet date. They bone. Whatever. Like, there's not <laughs> much to say here. <laughs> Do you have any takeaways from the nighttime portion? Um, I'm trying to remember. They, oh, just, like, the fact that he, oh, remember when they woke up? And he was like, oh, this is how you like your eggs. Oh, he, yeah. He, like, even messed up how she told... I don't know. I guess mm-hmm. she, like, told him that she likes her eggs a certain way. And he was like, oh, I learned that you liked your eggs this way. And he realized that he was wrong. Yeah, so, like, Oh, you just told me this 12 hours ago. So I know. I'm just going to mess it up. But, yeah, so the rest of it, I just kind of, like, tuned out. She's nice enough. I can't wait to see her in paradise. I'm sure she'll be there. But. I don't know. Like her personality doesn't do it for me. I feel like she's she's a nice girl. She's all about being like sincere and vulnerable and honest with people. Mm-hmm. But she's just like not someone I want to watch on TV. Yeah. Like I don't know. I'm I like her, so that's why I want her to go on Paradise so she could like earn some money. <laughs> yeah. Meet somebody, but yeah, she doesn't make like great TV or anything. Yeah. And then next we have Lauren's date and immediately like my first note is he loves her. It's obvious, but like, I don't know why. I don't know. Like no one knows why. Like they're so into each other. And here's the thing on this show. It's less, especially now that she's in the bottom two. If -hmm. there was anything, if there were any super cute conversations between them, if there was anything like so cute, so charming, like that really made us believe like in them being in love, they would show us like, you think, Oh, yeah. Like, they definitely want to. And I'm going to, like, quickly reference a spoiler real quick. But, like, with how things end up working out, obviously they want us to really be, like, invested in their love story. 
So they're going to show us anything that they can, but there's nothing. That's a good point. I was trying to like justify the lack of like relationship between them last night Mm -hmm. just by thinking that they got a bad edit because like they only ever show her not talking to him. Yeah. Every time they're together, she's looking away like she's sad or concerned and I thought, well, maybe they just want to do that because it's kind of funny and, like, confusing as an audience member. But I think you're right. Like, if they did have something cute to show, they would have to show that, you would think. Yeah, but there's just nothing, and it's just so perplexing. Like, and he is clearly so into her. Yeah, she's just, like, so cute and little, and I think he just loves the idea of, taking care of her and having Just her having like a simple quiet girl to yeah. let Scott's deal with. Exactly. Which is fine. I mean every pot has a lid. I know. I'm like I feel like I'm here for their relationship just because they're both kind of boring and they don't really do it for me and if he were to end up with like obviously it's not going to be Kendall anymore, but if he were to end up with Becca, I feel like Becca's just like, like too much fun for him. Yeah, like she would get bored know. of him. Yeah. The novelty is all over of the show. Exactly. Exactly. So they have their day date portion, and this is like, I just kind of realized that we haven't really had any helicopter dates this season. Like, I don't know if they spent all their budget money elsewhere, but there were no (laughs) helicopter dates. And during the day date, Lauren, um, Ari kept kept saying, Lauren is in her head. She's really in her head. But, like, isn't she always? Isn't he always, like, quiet and, like, introspective and all that? I know. So I think he was just letting us know, like, no, this is real. This isn't the edit, guys. Like, literally never talks to me. (laughs) (laughs) But I am in love with her. I know. Um, So Lauren is, like, getting a little paranoid. And honestly, like, obviously, like, with good reason. Like, if you're in love with somebody and they're, like, dating other people, you're going to be a little paranoid. But... Mm -hmm. I thought that Ari was going to tell her that he loved her, like, right then and there. I was kind of waiting for it. Uh-huh. But then they had the nighttime portion. Oh, yeah, he waited. Yeah, and then Ari told her that he loves her. And, like, Lauren didn't really react, like, how I thought she would. Like, she had the same expression on her face at first. I just, but also, like, if you remember her hometown date, her parents, her mom is, like, the exact same person. No yeah. emotions like, are shown through her face. So I just feel like that's the kind of person she is. I think she really does care about Ari, and she's really scared that he's going to choose Becca. Um, and so she's kind of just... But she, like, at the same time, she knows he really likes her. So she's just kind of, like, I don't know, playing it really safe and trying not to... I, I don't know if she feels just really uncomfortable with the whole situation yeah, I don't know, but something's, something's off. But whatever, they love each other. They go to the fantasy suite again. They bone. And it's fine. But then, like, in the morning, they wake up. And this, like, this kind of made me, like, really mad at Ari. Because it's one thing to, like, slip up and say I love you, kind of like how Ben Higgins did. Yeah. But he just kept saying it. They just kept saying it back and back and back to each other. And I, yeah. I was thinking, like, if I'm Lauren, I 100% think that I'm going to win. Yeah. I would think, like, how would I not win? 100%, yeah. 
He's giving he's giving both of them false hope because he doesn't at this point he doesn't know what he's gonna do. Yeah. And with Becca he wasn't like that at all. Like he said I love you one or two times, but it wasn't this I really? love you. I love you. I remember they like when they started making out in the tent, she was like, Say it again and then like they kept saying it, I feel like. Maybe I tuned I it out. Like I thought that it only happened a couple times, but right after Lauren's date it was like constant. And I was like, Ugh, F R E. This isn't good. Yeah. But so they say goodbye and it's Becca's date time. They have a cute little catamaran date and there's like a little bit of foreshadowing by Becca um, talking about her ex. But mm-hmm. did anything else like really notable happen on the catamaran? Um, I thought that was the best date. Honestly. Yes, like that's the one that I would want to go on. That was like a quintessential bachelor bachelorette date, you mm-hmm. know, like really pretty sailboat on the water champagne like the other dates were were kind of i don't know not as fun to me yeah like if i could pick any of them i definitely want to go on that one yeah so like it was the funnest to watch i think but notable things that happened i don't think there were many and i feel like there was so much becca in this episode where i just kind of like started to tune some stuff out like obviously i paid attention to the important stuff but Right. Other stuff. No, the same way. Kind of tuned it out. Um, and so then we have the night portion, and Becca is in love with Ari. And Ari says that he's in love with Becca, which just, like, isn't a good choice. Like, it's not a good choice to tell two girls that you love them. No, it's stupid. It's really selfish. Yeah. And, like, he should at least, like, give a disclaimer, like, oh, by the way, I'm I in am... love with another girl, too. Yeah, like, I've said this to somebody else. And, like, I get that that's going to ruin the rest of your night, but, like, at least, I don't know. That just makes it really, I don't, I just think it's really selfish of Ari to have done that. Just don't say I love you. Even if you do, just don't do it. Yeah, like, just keep it to yourself for, like, a week. And then Unless you know it. who you're going to choose but then, and then say it. But also, like, he can't really just say it to one person because that'd be so clear of who he was going to pick. Right. I don't know. But, yeah, not a good choice, but... Becca says yes to the fancy sweet date, um, and it's in a tent, which is, like, cute <laughs> and Pinteresty. would make a great Instagram photo, but, like, logistically, that sounds, like, so sandy and so uncomfortable for yeah, whatever, was, whatever they're supposed to be doing in that tent. Like, it was pretty, but for the, it's, like, that's not a fantasy suite. You like, know, where was like the bathroom? That's like a fantasy camp out. Yeah, it's like uh, it was weird. Yeah, like I had a lot of l- little problems with it, but it was like pi- picturesque and cute. Yeah. And also like w- I wonder what the like the climate was like, because is it going to be like sweaty and gross in the tent? No, I think it gets cooler. Yeah. At night, I'm assuming. I really like know nothing about Peru. Is it close to the equator? Um, Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know. It's. It I don't really like... even know what that means weather-wise. I feel like that doesn't. <laughs> but I think just judging it based off of like the desert, um, I think that it's it was probably ninety degrees during the day, and then it like cooled down to be sixty or seventy at night. All right. Which is which is fine for camping. You have, know. Have you ever considered a career in meteorology? How do you say that meteorology? <laughs> I have not. Screw no. dental school. Honestly, I would be a great weatherman. You would be fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. 
But so next we have the moment that we've been waiting for all season that I'm surprised like it's happening at this point in the season, like at the end. But like that's good for us because it makes like really good TV. But the boyfriend comes out and logistically, like I just have a lot of questions. First of all, like he's really good looking. So I will give him that. Yeah, totally. And he like came in a suit. He was, I don't know. He just, he looked like every other guy that comes on The Bachelorette, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, like, I mean, for him, his story was that he heard about it a week ago and then he got on a flight. How did he, like, organize that that quickly? Like, you'd have to have, like, somebody in the know, right? Well, I don't know. Because I'm confused as to all the girls that I followed this season, they kind of make it sound like nobody knew they went on The Bachelor. Yeah. And so I don't know who of any of the people in Becca's life would have known that she was on The Bachelor. But I guess, like, he must have asked maybe her family or, like, I was thinking maybe, like, he found out about it after Hometowns. Oh, that's a good point. But still, like, I mean, not that many people would have known. Like, what did they do on their hometown date? I can't even remember. I don't know because I think he found out pretty early on Mm -hmm. and he because he made it sound like he was kind of struggling like going back and forth trying to figure out if it was worth it to make a big deal out about it and if he was going to say anything and then he found out that it ends in a proposal and he was pretty confident that Ari would choose her because obviously he's in love with Becca yeah and he thinks everyone would fall in love with Becca in this case he was correct um so i think like once he found out that it was gonna end in a proposal he was he like somehow contacted the right people and they were like yeah you should probably come to peru (laughs) and then when he comes on and he's like i don't want to be on tv i don't want to be on the show but he's like mic'd up and fake 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 do you think that he had to pay his own way no i think they they bought him a flight like that makes good tv yeah and i was do you follow Demario on Instagram? I don't. So I don't either, but somebody in like a Facebook group I'm in posted a screenshot. He made like such a good point. On his season, the ex-girlfriend or whatever came in like a auditorium in Burbank, like a random like high school gym. Like why not just keep Demario around for a little bit longer and bring the girl like to some cool like exotic location and let Demario travel around a little bit? yeah i think it was because like that girl was delusional and she made such a big scene about them still being in a relationship when he was on the show and like becca becca and this boy were clearly broken up for the last year i mean from start to finish demario really was done done dirty by the bachelor producers really i feel so bad for him did you watch win the games no was he on it yeah he was on it for like the first episode literally one episode really yeah, because I watched was, the first episode, but I'll have to look it up. He was really sweet and sad that he left. Are you sure and you're like, not talking about Eric? Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> Eric. Well, Eric's. Oh Eric yeah, Demario. Oh my gosh. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Demario and Corinne. We're talking about that guy. Yeah, I'm talking about that guy. Oh yeah. No, I agree. But yeah, he's done dirty the, from start to finish. By the Bachelor producers. 
So, um, the boyfriend comes in and he goes and he meets Ari, who looks very confused, rightfully so. Right. And then he starts saying how they broke up a year ago, which does automatically like makes this dude's intentions like questionable, you know? Yeah. Or it's like, why hasn't he been like spending this whole year like trying to win her back? Maybe he has. I don't know. Then he leaves and then Ari did one of my favorite things I've ever seen him do. He left and Ari called him an effing nerd. And I laughed so hard. Of Ari to what say a, that. What an effing nerd. Yeah. Where, like, all Ari can talk about is how he likes to go to bed before 9 p.m. and he wears cardigans <laughs> and he lives in Scottsdale and he just wants a quiet life and he's really I, quirky. I agree. Um, then we have, like, the meetup between Becca and Ross. And I, I honestly felt bad for her because she so, like, clearly didn't want him around. Well, she just didn't think he was going to be in Peru, like, rightfully so. Yeah. You like, know? Why would you ever think that? Yeah, you open the door and you're like, wait, I'm so confused. She was really, like, rude to him, I felt. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of weird. It was like, obviously it wasn't her fault that he came. Like, at least be nice to him and be like, "Um, I'm not interested in this anymore. Like, I don't know. I guess I don't know their relationship, and it was a seven-year relationship. Mm -hmm. But they, it was, like, so humiliating for that boy to come on. And just be shut down in, like, three minutes. So this was, like, Becca's statement on Twitter and on Instagram yesterday. So she wrote, I stand by my my decision to not accept an unhealthy relationship back in my life. I will never doubt or question that hashtag self-love mothers with, like, a ton of S's. And then Uh, she said, I don't understand. Okay. And then she did a follow-up one saying, to those praising the hot and the thick, because a lot of people were online saying, I love Ross, make him the next Bachelor. He's thick, he's cute. She said, (laughs) they said, or she said, take a minute to think about how you'd want your best friend, daughter, sister, cousin, aunt, etc. to be treated. And understand that those qualities weren't always exemplified. Interesting. Sade. (laughs) Yeah, Sade. Yeah, so he might possibly be a scumbag. We didn't see too much scumbagginess last night. Like, he he was a little endearing, but also a little desperate. I mean, it's also, like, that's kind of unfair. Sometimes people just aren't good for each other. Yeah. And you kind of just get in a rut of, like, being your worst self with somebody. And I feel like that was kind of how their relationship obviously went. You know, if you're with someone for seven years and you don't end up together... Like, obviously something wasn't right. Yeah. Like, so, seven years, that's a long time to, like, be Yeah. Married. And so, like, obviously, like, I'm pr- obviously good for her for not going back into an unhealthy relationship. But I still feel like she could have handled it differently. Although, like, it was brought upon her very abruptly. And she, I don't know. I'm, I, it just was really awkward to watch. Yeah. All and of it he was didn't just handle himself well at all. Like he had five hours to drive there after like probably a ten hour flight. He he could have like written a letter, wrote a letter or something, you yeah. know? Organized his thoughts a little bit. Yeah, like come on. Except dude. for all he had was his line about I would swim the ocean. Yeah. If I like, had to walk through that desert, I would have. And he said it twice. I'm like, yeah. stop. <laughs> okay. Then how about you go walk? Go yeah, take a walk, Ross. It was shameful. It was just a weird 
Like, I was expecting more mm-hmm. drama, and it was I just was kind of like... I was expecting it to be Lauren's, one of her ex-fiancés, because she's been engaged I twice. Too. I was too, just based off of the accent. Like, I don't even remember where Becca's from. Like, Minnesota or something. Okay, I don't really know geography well. Um, um, excuse me, you located Peru for me, and you told me about the climate. Well, that's because I lived in Mexico for two years, so okay. I know, like... I'm aware of South America, Central America. You're very cultured, okay. (laughs) Utah and Arizona. That's all I got. So that whole thing ended, and honestly, it was just kind of a waste of time. Added, like, a little bit of drama, but whatever. I wonder if she'll, like, if she ends up being the Bachelorette somehow, Mm -hmm. I wonder if they would bring him. Um, I feel like he'd be down to do it. No, I hope he doesn't. Like, that was so shameful. I hope he has enough self-respect to never go back. Well, he did have that moment where he said, I see now that this was a mistake. Yeah. So, like, live by that statement, you know, and Mm -hmm. don't go back to Becca. Move on. Move on. On, bro. (laughs) So that's all over. Ari and Becca have, like, a little reunion and things are fine. Then it's rose ceremony time. He pulls Kendall aside just like he did last week. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Just weird. And then, but I do kind of like it, though, when The Bachelor like, has respect for a person and doesn't want to, like, oh, break up with them by just not giving them a rose. I agree. I was, like, expecting the conversation to be something different. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, as if he was going to maybe choose her still. Yeah. But I'm glad that you're right. Like, I'm glad that he took her aside and was like, I don't see this working out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like that better. Yeah, I think it shows some decency. But, yeah, not shocked. She had a very graceful exit. Well, that's because she didn't care about him that yeah. much. Like, she honestly, like, didn't love him, which is understandable. You were, you've you known him for, like, three days, cons- like, in total, you know? Yeah. Like, you've seen him for two months. Like, you've talked to him for three days. Um, and... She just, like, they were just best buddies, you know, mm-hmm. who, like, had these really awkward makeouts. And so it was just, I think she was just accepting the fact that, like, it was it was sad that she didn't feel anything more. But she also just was accepted the fact that, like, she didn't feel anything more for him. I, and I, he didn't either. I kind of had a feeling that maybe she would, like, reject his rose. Like, yeah. I kind of felt like she was ready to go. Um, cause she knew that she wasn't going to want a proposal, but anyway, love her. Probably we'll see her in paradise, but yeah, not probably. surprised. And then at the very end of the episode, we had a very weird moment where they all just kind of like walk off into the sunset together, like Lauren, Becca and Ari. It was such a polygamous date. You yeah. Know? I was like, this is like, I feel like it was so intrigued. romantic, like justice for all the polygamists out there, you know, that are... <laughs> trying to court one another and he's like legitimately in love with both of them so it was just very fitting like he could just marry both of them yeah and honestly i feel like at least lauren would be down with that yeah (laughs) becca might be more of like a hard sell i feel like tia would have been down as long as she was like the first wife Becca was first wife yeah then i think she'd be down and i think if like I think if Becca, like, was first wife and, like, got to, like, plan the weekly dinner menus and, like, Lauren was, like, kind of in charge of, like, tending to the children. Yeah. And, like, Ari is a realtor. Like, he could figure out the housing situation. Oh, my gosh. Wait. The funniest moment was at the rose ceremony when 
I don't remember what Becca said, but she looked at Lauren and said something, and Lauren's like, I'm going to vomit or something, or I'm going to throw up. It was just, like, really funny that, like, they... I don't think they're friends. How could you really be friends at that point, though? Right. At that point, you can't really be friends. Like, maybe you could be friends earlier on in the season, but once it's, like, you love this guy and he's choosing between you and this other girl... Yeah. That'd be really hard. Well, it's just awkward. Oh, yeah. I... It's it's so weird. I don't think the viewers realize how bizarre The Bachelor really is. We forget. We're so, like... Desensitized to it. Yeah, exactly. We don't think about how bizarre. All of it is so weird. Bizarre. But, anyway, it was a good episode. And these were good overnight dates. I'm definitely bachelored out for the week. After... Watching the women tell all, recapping it twice because I messed up recording it that one time. Recapping yeah. it twice. Um, and then like texting with people about it, being in Facebook groups about it, and then watching women or fancy sweet date and then talking to you about it. Not that I'm upset that I'm talking to you about it. And not that I'm upset that I did the <laughs> podcast either. But I think for the rest of the week I'm going You're to tired. I'm going to gift myself a bachelor free week because I think I'm just yeah. kinda like my brain's going to explode deserve. a little bit. You deserve it. You've worked hard. Yes, I yeah. work so hard. Just kidding. Not really. Um, but, Matthew, thank you so much for coming on here. Can you tell everybody where to find you on Instagram? Yeah, so you can just find me at Matthew K. Mack. M-A-T-T-H-E-W-K-M-A-C. And it's premium uh, content. Everybody, everybody should follow you. Do you have a Twitter yet? I do have a Twitter. I don't use it. No, I feel like when people started getting Twitters in high school, I was like, eh, nobody's ever going to use it. And, like, I don't know. I guess people do use it all the time. I just, like, haven't gotten the Twitter bug. You got to get it. And have you gotten that Vero app? Okay, I got it, and I tried to I don't understand it. I tried to make an account, and it won't let me. It says my server is unavailable. Oh, I think it keeps crashing. Like, the first one million subscribers, it's free. And I'm like, there's no way I'm paying. Like, Are people supposed to be paying for this? Yeah. So like the first 1 million subscribers um, are get it for free. And then like after the million, the first million, you have to like pay a monthly or yearly fee. What in the world? Why don't they just put ads on it? Because yeah, that's like their whole thing is like they don't use ads. It's weird. Uh, I'm not. No one right, will ever use it. No, it's really silly. Yeah, that's it. Just looks weird. Like it's very dark. It's not like Instagram's like light and pretty, mm-hmm. and it's just gonna take a lot to beat something like Instagram. You I, know, I couldn't figure it out, and I was like putting, I was adding friends and putting them into friendship categories, and I'm like, can people see this? Like, like <laughs> one person, I put my friend Gabby who listens to the pod. I put Gabby in as like one of my close friends, and I was like, shoot, are we there yet? Like, I don't oh know. Like, I feel like that's we're there, but, like, what if no, she... No, that's really awkward, though. Like, what if she wants to put me in, like, the acquaintance category and I put her in close friends? Like, can she see this? And is this really embarrassing for all of us? That's a dagger to the heart. Yeah, that's really yeah. painful. Yeah, so... I hope she puts in best maybe... friends category. <laughs> Thank you. I think I'll just put her... I think I'll just put Vero in, like, my category of apps that I don't use. Right, I I guess I'm going to try to make my account now cuz it didn't work yesterday. Yeah, but if they ask you to like pay a penny for it, don't do it. Not I shan't. It. Yeah, I cannot. I can't and I shan't. 
Um, <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow the podcast on at I Just Want to Chat Podcast on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at Mary Person, and make sure to subscribe and to rate this podcast. Every time you do it, really helps us out. It helps more people see the pod. And yeah, thank you all so much. We will be back next week for another Bachelor filled week. We have the two hour hour finale, then the one hour the after the final rose on Monday. Then we'll have an episode on Tuesday recapping that. And then on Tuesday night, we have another two hour after the final rose. And we'll recap that on Wednesday. And then I'll go into a coma and decide not to talk about The Bachelor for a couple weeks. So, good. everyone, again, thank you so much for listening, Matthew. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank and you for having me. Have a good day, everybody. Bye.